0: The Watch Time Show, sponsored by digital agency Mint Twist. Welcome to Watch Time, the show for marketing industry influencers looking for creative and digital ideas. We'll be exploring new technology, developments, and sharing the stories behind some high-profile industry players. I'm Alexandra King from Mint Twist, and in this episode, we'll be looking at podcasts why you need one, and how to go about producing a quality podcast that sets itself apart from the rest. Podcasting is the practice of using the internet to make digital recordings of broadcasts available for downloading to a computer or mobile device. It is focused on a topical theme and normally broadcasted in episodes. So should we be creating podcasts of our own? And if so, how do we go about producing quality content? To answer this question and many more around the subject of podcasting, we are joined by the absolute best in the field of communications, Karen from the London Broadcast PR agency, Shout Communications. Hello, and that's a very, very kind introduction. Thank you. Karen, welcome to the show. Could you tell us a bit about your background and business?
1: Well, I started my career as a broadcast journalist. So I've, I've worked in um, radio and television. Um, by the end of my journalism career, I finished up at the BBC in the business unit there. So I was a broadcaster, um, SBJ, senior broadcast journalist, um, working on radio stations, including BBC Radio 5 Live and BBC Radio 4 on the Today programme. In fact, it's always good um, fortuitous, really, um, that my very last broadcast was the Today programme, the 8 o'clock news. And I basically um, switched over the, the, to a different side of the fence. Um, I was once the poacher, and now I've become the gamekeeper. And so I moved into PR. Um, have a look back since, um, 17 years since um, co-founding Shout Communications, and we specialise in broadcast PR including podcast production, um, as well as video production, media training, broadcast media relations. So we work across a whole range of brands and clients, a lot of household names, some new startups that you won't have heard of, um, all sorts really, who, who, who are all, I suppose, the common theme is, is they want to promote themselves, on radio and within radio, we'd include um, podcasting, um, or television, or online. Well, you obviously have a wealth of experience. So, could you talk us through what goes into producing
0: a quality podcast?
1: Well, we would say because there are, let's face it, millions of podcasts out there. We would say that to get a quality podcast which you need don't you to to in order to engage uh, an audience Um, that it all starts really with the planning with the the pre-production Um, Sometimes I think clients and um, podcast enthusiasts who who are making their own podcast rush into a podcast production without actually thinking of some of the key questions first. And so I think a really good starting point before you've walked into the studio is to say, why are you doing this podcast series? And we would say do a podcast series rather than a standalone podcast to make this really work as a as a PR tool. So you know what are you trying to achieve? Who are you trying to to reach? And I think it's interesting that the biggest demographic listening to podcasts are actually quite young people, um, twenty five to thirty four. So you're, if you're a big brand and you're trying to reach as many people as possible, it might make sense to to go for that group then because that's going to have the the, the biggest number of listeners in. But you know perhaps you're doing something a bit more niche, and that's one of the things I think podcasting is 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 so good for. That you can you can zoom in on a on a subject. It can be niche, and and you can you can get that to reach a very targeted audience but um, I digress slightly. So we're, we're thinking, you know, in the pre-production, who's the audience? What am I, what am I trying to, to achieve? And then you start to bring together, I suppose, a plan. It's like a concept of, of what your podcast is going to be. You know, maybe starting with roughly how long should, should a, a podcast be. Less is more, we always say. So maybe 15, 20 minutes. The average listen is 43 minutes, but that would include some podcasts that are more narratives than perhaps corporate podcasts. So I think with a corporate podcast, um, it's good to keep it a, a bit shorter. So you're thinking, well, what's the style? And the style is going to be dictated by the answer of some of those other other questions. And it's at that point that you start to put together stings and think about the music, to, to think about how a podcast could could be broken up. Because even a 20-minute podcast, that's quite a lot of, of airtime. Um, think about the news, you know, news at 10 sort of 25 30 minutes long so that's that would have several stories in it so it's the same thing for a podcast you want to fill it with really good content because obviously you want people to engage and hopefully listen right the way through so you've you've hit the nail on the head there really
0: about the planning and asking yourself why you would like to produce the podcast and it can't just be oh i want to get more publicity for what what is what is the reason that you're doing this and you've got to really think about that and you've got
1: to offer something of value don't you so really you're absolutely right that it's got to be production with a purpose rather rather than just vanity publishing and whilst we are talking about podcasts um you can have vanity publishing with, with podcasts people who want to I suppose hear the sound of their own voice um, and and think that by putting a podcast out on a platform such as iTunes that somehow miraculously it's going to take off and people are going to, to listen. So I think you get much more value for money and, and a return on your, your whole effort and investment um, by by thinking right at the very start what, what do you want to, to do with this. So what is the difference between an
0: amateur podcast versus a professionally produced podcast
1: well look you can have some very good amateurs producing some very good good content and you can have some professionals not not doing such a a thoughtful uh, approach but largely i would hope that if people came to us that they that they would consider that they were having their i suppose their handheld right from the very start so that we would guide people um through those those questions you know um that we've just been discussing about who do you want to listen why do you want them to listen what what is the, the call to action at the end what would you like them to do ordinarily we then take them into our studio of course it's funny times at, at the moment and we're recording this on 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 zoom but e- even on zoom we would produce the the podcast so by produce i don't just mean we're recording it i mean that we're listening to the interviews and the presentation and we're inputting in on that so that the end result is as interesting and engaging as as possible and obviously it goes without saying that when it's a professional production sound quality is going to be really good because i think it's so annoying you know we're getting so used to zoom calls now and isn't the most irritating thing of a zoom call when you know it drops out or you can't hear or there's a technical problem and it's the same if you were listening to a podcast it would have to have to be absolutely riveting for you to bear with with creaky sound if you had to struggle to 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 listen so without saying that's, that's got to happen and then it's in the post production too so that, so that's when you add the detail to the, the audio content so it's having nice to listen to engaging stings so that's the little m- music that might divide one part of the podcast from another and, and the titles both at the beginning and, and, and the end and the design as well for, for the thumbnail because they say that you know don't judge a book by cover but actually, you do initially, most people do judge a podcast by the thumbnail that you see when you scroll through a podcast directory looking for something to to listen. And I suppose it's that whole package that we try to put together.
0: Yeah, and I think you do an excellent job. And a professionally produced, beautiful podcast is definitely going to add credibility to a company, to their name. You know, if you have
1: something produced under your name and you're involved in it, you want it to be as professional as possible don't you of course because you know if you were doing a brochure you're not going to want to do something that's looking a bit tatty with um you know slightly inappropriate images and the the design's not very good it's it's the same thing you work when it's corporate you want it to be the highest standard as possible because it's all part of your your corporate image okay so what types of people or companies are typically interested in creating podcasts everybody I mean, it's such a thing, isn't it? it? It has. It's like a renaissance in podcasts over the last couple of years, and so many people are getting getting in on the on the action from journalists wanting to sort of ex- extend where they place their content to to corporates, um, companies wanting to add podca- a podcast series to their PR arsenal. Um, so it's 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 all sorts of companies, and that's one of the delights about about the whole. Set that you can find a broad audience if if you want with a podcast or actually you could really tailor it down. So if if the brand was promoting a a men's health product and you wanted middle-aged men, you would be able to find that within the the podcast listening audience.
0: What steps would a typical client go through from deciding that they want this professionally produced podcast to actually executing one?
1: Well, most of the time is, is actually going to be up front where we um you know with the initial communication and, and and making a plan for the podcast before it actually goes into into production so that's that's chatting about all the questions that that we said then we would once once that's been agreed the sort of the star the sorts of guests that that um, might take part in it we would write that down as a plan so it's almost like you're getting an audio edit but it's but it's on paper so that a client investing time and money in in producing a podcast would have a really good idea of what they're going to get before before we've actually started recording so that means that you're in control that the client the client isn't going to hear the end product and get oh well i wasn't really thinking it was going to be like that because actually all that's been agreed by it's like a storyboard really um but but it's which is what we would do for video production but it's but it's for audio and so you know when that's been agreed then it's it's trying to find suitable guests and we will guide and perhaps uh, the guests or clients and and case studies in which case they might want to deal with and direct or we, we can help with some of the, the sourcing of spokespeople too so we would record all the interviews I kind of think if you manage to record lots of interviews in one go then it sort of flows better and um, particularly until you get into the, the swing of a podcast series um, but they can be done at different times you know depending on people's timetables and then we would edit and once we've edited and put it together we would send it to the commission person for them to approve um go backwards and forwards a couple of times if if need be until you get the perfect podcast do you recommend having a podcast as a standalone
0: thing or as part of a bigger pr campaign
1: well both work don 't they and there 's plenty of people that produce a, a, or have a podcast series produced, and it it stays on the various um, podcast platforms but you know with a PR agency background, I think a podcast series works even better if you can really integrate it as part of a PR campaign and and so it just gives you It just gives your audience an extra push, doesn't it? If you can, you know, perhaps the spokesperson's on the radio and and they can say, well, a radio interview would be quite short, just, you know, a a few minutes. And they could say, well, if you're interested in hearing more about this, I've actually got a podcast on this and it's called da-da-da-da-da. And then... It's additional content in 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 the podcast because a podcast would be longer than a radio interview. But I think there's such a lot of flexibility with it with a podcast because just because of the whole digital thing that it's so easy to put a link and and put a pod and promote a podcast on on social media or to host it on your own website or put a link into a newsletter that you're sending out to clients. You know, there's infinite possibilities and, and different ways of promoting it. So I would say, why keep it as this secret? little thing on iTunes or, or wherever, um, if you could get more people to it. So I would say use it as part of an integrated campaign in order to to really encourage audiences for, from different places to gravitate towards the podcast. I know that many of our listeners are keen on producing their own
0: podcasts what are your top three tips to those listening and interested in
1: either starting or improving their own podcasts? Well, it's all about making a podcast as appealing as possible to your target audience. So I would say tip number one, plan and plan and plan again. Number two, use music. Music's really good for um, setting a scene, um, suggesting to a listener that something's about to to change or or something new is going to be introduced. And be Creative, you know, if you've got a podcast and it's and it's split up into different sections, you know, mix it up. Try, try perhaps try uh, something new the next week for one of the sections and see what sort of response you get back from from the audience. I mean, it's a fa- podcast, of fantastic opportunities for doing your own thing, trying things out, testing your audience, testing yourself too. So I say, mix it up and be creative.
0: Karen, it was great chatting <laughs> to you. Thanks so much for joining us on the show. Oh, thank
1: you for having me. I- I hope that's given some helpful tips to anybody listening. And, you know, do get in touch if you ever wanted to chat things through um, the team at Shout Communications. Always happy to oblige. That was Karen from Shout Communications,
0: broadcast PR agency. The Watch Time Show. It is at this point in our podcast that we're going to take an in depth look at the marketing of podcasts. I'll be speaking to an expert in the digital field who can help us take a deeper dive into the insults we've gained so far and their impact on marketing strategy. To discuss the marketing of podcasts, I'm joined by Elliot King, CEO of Mint Twist Digital Agency. Elliot, it's great to have you on the show.
2: Alexandra, thanks for having me.
0: Right, so can you shed some light on how many podcasts there are out there and how to get your podcast to stand out from the rest?
2: Well, as of today, there are nearly a million podcasts out there with about 55 million episodes. And the number of podcasts are growing by a rate of about 20% year on year.
0: The watch time Show. Life is never straightforward, is it? That is why we're giving you, our podcast listeners, the opportunity to ask our experts any burning questions. Right, Elliot, a question has come in from Adam from the Brighter Group. And his question is, how can a podcast help me to market my business? What are your thoughts on this?
2: Well, it's a very good question. And in the first part of the show, Karen spoke quite eloquently about how uh, a podcast can be integrated into a PR campaign and I think my answer would be in the same in a similar way you can integrate a podcast into your marketing campaign and, and marketing really as many people listening to the show will know is a, is a process and we quite often talk about the marketing funnel so for a brand to be able to nurture customers first of all At the top of the funnel, they need to create awareness with their customers. And in the middle of the funnel, they need to nurture that awareness and and build up this concept that we sometimes talk about as know, like, and trust. So a customer can come to know a brand, but in order for them to like and trust that brand, that brand needs to create communications mm-hmm. that act as touch points and facilitators for creating a relationship between the brand and that customer. And it's in exactly that point where our agencies see the power of podcasts sitting in the middle of the marketing funnel, nurturing the no like, and trust factor with new and potential customers.
0: Thanks, Elliot. That was Elliot King, CEO of Mint Twist. And if you have any burning questions of your own, please do send it to us at hello at minttwist.com and we'll do our best to include your questions in our next podcast. And that concludes today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, do subscribe to get subsequent episodes automatically. In the meantime, if you'd like to find out more about digital marketing, please visit mittwist.com. Thanks so much for joining us and see you again soon.